Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 83. And um, yeah, just as I say at the beginning of every podcast, the love, love this space. Feel so blessed to be able to come on here every week and just share whatever knowledge we have on the topic. It feels, um, yeah, feels amazing just to get the message we do on a weekly basis, Stace, and just the impact that we're having with this podcast. So I feel, um, I feel blessed as a, as we're recording this on a on a Monday morning. Um, sun is shining, life feels good. Let's start with some intros. So introducing the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, and now published author. Stacy Brown. Stacey, do you want to do a quick intro? Hi, friends. It's so good to be back. Um, this podcast is definitely a passion project for both myself and Namesh. As Namesh said, I'm Stacy. I am intuitive. I do readings for people around the world, both intuitive readings and oracle card readings. I'm an Akashic record reader. Namesh and I have an amazing mentorship program that we channeled, and we've been helping people from around the world. And I am a recently published author. My book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender, is available on Amazon and Audible. Thank you, Stace. Hi, everybody. I'm Nims. I'm an, also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, and a spiritual coach and mentor. And um, yeah, I love this space. I love the fact that we can guide people and really does feel like an expansive time um by the time we post this Lionsgate portal would have happened it really is a a a strong period of um time energetically where we've been pushed to expand and um i love the fact that says we can guide people and you know with our coaching with our with our mentoring really is a good time to help people kind of find the answers inside themselves and shine their light. So, and today's topic is, um, is a good one. Well, all topics are a good one, but today's topic is all about overcoming fear. And it, it does feel like an appropriate topic right now because I think and feel like a lot of fears are coming up in people. And for me, when, when a fear comes up, it is a message from the universe that you're ready to be healed. This whatever's coming up in you is 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 a great time to let it go and and kind of overcome it. So um, you know, I I talk a lot about us being souls on on having a human experience. Those fears and understanding those fears, and you know, kind of facing the fears. And we'll talk about some of the things you can do through the episode. But facing your fears and doing it anyway, I feel, is a big part of our human experience and i'm sure all of everybody can relate to overcoming fears right everyone's had fears growing up um and in your adult life you know in many ways as as kids you know if we have fears we we tend to you know do it anyway you have a kind of a different approach as kids but as you grow up as adults you know those fears can be can hold you back right they can you know so but for me, I've, I, you know, I, I face fears, all different sorts of fears. I, I didn't have a voice growing up, um, and my voice is my gift. So overcoming those fears and facing them head on can be life-changing. And Stace, as we start to delve into this topic and kind of go through some, some techniques and things that we can do, what does overcoming fear mean to you? Well, I, I want to address 
our friends who are who are listening and first say um, this topic is is near and dear to me, um, and we'll get into that in a moment. But um, we want to help you overcome your fear, and we have some beautiful programs in place and and ways that we support our followers and. Um, if you're in a situation right now where you're struggling to overcome your fear, there are two great ways to, to initiate action. Um, and the first one would be setting up a free discovery call with us where we can talk to you about our mentorship program. Again, the call is free. It's a great way for you to get more information from us about what we do and how we can help you. And then we recently introduced one-off coaching sessions where we would troubleshoot a specific area in your life, whether you're facing um, a family crisis or struggle, whether you're facing something with work and you're trying to navigate the next decision in your career, whether you're facing something else in your personal life that you want to overcome the fear and move forward with, there are ways that you can work with us and you can go to either one of our websites to get more information or you can send us a DM and we're happy to, to help you and assist you on, on this journey. With that being said, um, this topic for me is a big one because I remember um, even as a little girl really struggling with fear. And, um, and Namash, as you were talking, I just had this vision of myself. I remember um, being really, really anxious and afraid before the night before the first day of school every year. And it started for me as young as like first or second grade. So um, that would be like age, I'm going to say six or seven. And I remember laying in bed at night, the night before the first day of school, and just feeling this level of fear that I had like a physiological response to where I had a hard time falling asleep. Um, I would get up for school and have like my new um, backpack packed up for school and, and I would be ready externally, but internally I was filled with fear. Um, the fear of whether I was going to like my teacher, whether um, I was gonna have friends, was I gonna know anyone in the classroom? And so it was something that as time went on and as I got older, the fear really riddled me in a lot of ways. Um, any situation that was new and unfamiliar felt very anxiety provoking. And I will say that this fear kind of followed me into adulthood and just manifested in different ways. And I don't know if anybody can relate to this. I'm imagining they can, but it's like those childhood fears then turned into adult fears and, um, you know, starting a new job and going into a new setting um, as a hairdresser was very um, challenging for me. And it's interesting because I don't think often about my fears, you know, like this topic is bringing them up but I would say there has been a theme in my life of feeling fear. Does that make sense? Like just really 
realize oh, I, I, I feel like a lot of a lot of people a lot of listeners will be able to re relate to that right it's that mm -hmm. sometimes the fears just creep on us creep up on us without us realizing right so um makes a lot of sense and buddy you know what else i think of i think of something with you and i'm gonna share it vulnerably here because you were there <laughs> okay. in the moment with me um so you know when you and i met i had only been out of the country one time right? We talked about this. I went on like a little vacation <clears throat> with someone I was dating at the time. It was the only time I'd ever been out of the country. And, um, I made the decision to come see you, right? Like we, we were going to meet, we were going to, I was going to yeah. do it. And, um, the fear of flying initially, I had a friend with me when I flew to come see you the first time she was going to be with me. And then I stayed longer than what she could stay. And so it meant that I had to fly alone. So I was flying alone for the first time. Okay. And I was flying internationally and I will never forget it. You stood with me in the airport and I swear to you, I was shaking from head to toe. I mean, I know you remember. I do. Remember. I, do. I was, I was a mess. I was shaking from head to toe. I was so nervous about embarking on a journey that I never had before. And it was everything. It was the logistics of, um, you know, being in an airport that I was unfamiliar with. It was the, the process of, you know, getting my passport checked and going through security and all of it. And I was so consumed with fear that I like, I couldn't think. And you knew it. You were very insightful it. and intuitive. You felt it. And I remember you just talking me through the fear. And, um, you know, Nims, you've done this for me several times since then in different, you know, things that I've experienced. But it is very powerful when you're in that state of fear to have someone who is supportive of you and encouraging you and talking you through it. And I remember that conversation. I can remember like where we were standing in the airport. I can yeah, remember like being in a freaking cold sweat, you know, <laughs> but I, but I also remember the power of your calmness, right? Because you were like, I've done this for years it's not, it's, it's not a big deal. It, I know it feels like a big deal. You can do this and you just like encouraged me through it. And I remember like getting to the other side of it and the plane landing and me getting my luggage and me going through security and all that. And I just remember feeling so much pride that I had overcome something that felt so big. That's, that's beautiful. And that's, and just, it's, that's always the first stage is to acknowledge the fear, right? become you know go into awareness and acknowledge the fear and it's um and appreciate everyone's different i could feel the fear in you and i mean I, you know I, I used to travel once a month to the u.s so so for me it was um something i'm used to and i'm sure when i first started traveling um you know i was fearful of it right um but it's like I had the experience and I could guide you through the different stages. And it wasn't about, you know, I, I could I could have spoken to you about, you know, the 
the fear being irrational because it's just, you know, we've just got to get through it. But really, the best thing for us to do is, is when we're guiding somebody, is to, is to acknowledge the fear is real. And as you say, just calmly talk somebody through it. It's um, and that that, that acknowledgement is is really really important because um, sometimes we ignore it, right? Sometimes we have fears and we try and just ignore them. But acknowledging the fear and having a conversation with somebody or yourself is really a, a big part of kind of really overcoming the fear. Then you've also got to identify the root cause. I mean, for you, the example you gave was. Um, you never, you never flew before. It's something new. So, okay, you know, the root cause is I've never done this before. Okay, the only way for me to overcome the root cause, to, to overcome this is to do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I challenged you and I said, Stace, what, what, are you, what do you want to manifest? And I was expecting, I don't know, I don't know what I was expecting from you. And you were like, I want to manifest a trip to London. I was like, oh, okay, let's do it. And again, you know, I, I was expecting you to, maybe six months down the line or something, you know, to kind of schedule something. I knew you would come because you were determined. But you being you, like I think two weeks later, said, oh, you know, are you free on these days? I think it was like four weeks after we had the conversation. I was like, oh, okay, all right, this is happening. And and you did it. You just, you know, you, you made a decision. And you've done that a lot over the, over the, you know, the time I've known you now. And I wonder if you know how powerful that really is to be able to have that fear and do it anyway. That should be on a t-shirt somewhere, right? <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And I, I will say, um, friends, I, I think we sometimes look at other people and we think that they don't have fears, right? Because we see them taking action that maybe we feel like we can't you know, like we, we don't know how to work through it, but I would tell you there, like, if I were to probably like ask the people in my life, if they thought that I was like a fearful person, they would probably be like, no, I mean, you, she travels, she, you know, is a single mom. She has her own space. She does her own thing. But the thing is, I definitely would say, I feel a lot of fear. I feel fear. Um, about this next season of my life, right? I feel fear about um, whether I am, you know, showing up in the world the way I'm meant to, whether I'm going to make an impact. I feel fear about change, you know? Um, I've been in the UK now for almost a month and I'm flying home in a week and I have fear about going home and what it's going to be like to adjust back to it being me in my home, in my space, just me and my daughter. Um, there, there, there are a lot of fears that I have. Um, but I, like, like you just said, Nims, I, I feel like we have to acknowledge the fear, right? We have to say, I am afraid and this is what I'm afraid of. And then I think we have to ask ourselves, what of that fear, like break it down. Is it rational? right? Because a lot of times fear comes from anticipation of something not going right or something not going the way that we planned or of some curveball being thrown at us, right? That makes us think, oh my gosh, like the what ifs, what if, what if, what if? I mean, I, I would say that is what it is for me, right? Is that I play out these different scenarios in my head 
And a lot of times those scenarios aren't the reality of what ends up happening anyway, right? 100%. But understanding the cause and really asking yourself, you know, it's like your fear of flying. Okay, well, what was the cause? Yes, you've never flown before, but there was probably other things that were coming up in you in terms of, you know, flying on your own. It's that independence. It's that, you know, so really kind of identifying the root cause is a critical part of overcoming fear. Mm-hmm. And what may be irrational for somebody else is rational for you, and that's okay. Because then we go into a place of judgment. It's like you could have at the airport been looking around at other people and saying, look at all these other people. They're so used to traveling. And look at me, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's like you could start judging yourself. Whereas, again, saying the obvious, but that's not really helpful for you, right? It's that you have to acknowledge that your fear is real. Mm-hmm. And then really ask, okay, where does it come from? And talk yourself through it and say, well, hold on a second. Okay, if I could just take take one step, because that's what we did at the airport, right? I took you through, okay, Stace, this is what's, what's going to happen. This is the steps that you're going to follow. And it's like, once you start breaking it down into the smaller steps, it becomes more manageable. It's like, if you're thinking, okay, you know what? I've got to take that flight. I've got to take the flight all on my own. Oh my God, oh my God, how am I going to get to the other side? And, you know, it's like, well, no, okay, you've got to go through, as I say goodbye, you've got to get through security. This is what's going to happen. Then you're going to go to the gate. This is likely what's going to happen. You know, and I think you travel British Airways, so it means you have to take a little train to get to the terminal. And so I talk you through, and that's the best thing to do is to break it down into little chunks. Mm-hmm. You know, say acknowledge it, understand where it comes from, and then start kind of really kind of processing and say, okay, what is this? What does this really involve? That helps you start to break it down in chunks and really kind of internalize it. Because you're going to fly, right? You had to get home. It wasn't like you know, there was any other option. So... I just had a light bulb moment. Go on. Here we go. Um, and and I I'm kind of embarrassed to share it because I realize that fear is a huge motivator for me, like a driving force in me. Like when I like when I am going into something new, okay? I mean, I've 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 got this, this last year, I've gone through a divorce. I've moved homes twice. I've changed careers, right? So with all of that stuff, um, fear courses through my veins, like adrenaline and it drives me. And I think this is the first time I've ever said that out loud. (laughs) It's really interesting for me. That's kind of obvious (laughs) because, yeah, (laughs) I I mean, Again, you shared some insight. I, I I agree. I think a lot of people looking at all the change you've been through, um, probably think of you as like a daredevil. You know what? This she just loves. She loves the change. She just jumps into it. And people don't always see behind the scenes. And I know you you share vulnerably. I love that about you. Um, but behind the scenes, there is a lot of anxiety there, right? There is a lot of. You know, it's before, like before going to Clubhouse, you know, it's like we do that every week, twice a week. And there's always a conversation. Oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen in this room. And it's just, um, it really is interesting um, what what people see, um, the public image, and what really happens behind the scenes. Yeah, it is really fascinating. because, I, And the thing is, 
I want to say really clearly, like I am not misleading people, right? I power through, like, like I, I make, I make shit happen. I make shit happen. I, I, I really do. Like I get an idea and it feels like the right thing for me and I do move forward with it, but it is not without a lot of fear. (laughs) And it's true. Like, you know, I, I am super self-conscious of my voice. Um, I've always felt kind of like self-conscious of it since I was a little girl, my voice was always like high pitched and I got teased for it and stuff like that. And so the idea that I use my voice every week to a lot of people would seem like, okay, it's natural for her. She just shares her voice. But before every recorded anything, whether it's clubhouse, whether it's a podcast, like whatever it is, there's this apprehension and this fear about using my voice. Right. Um, but it's bigger than that. Even, I mean, I, um, I thought my life was mapped out. You know, I, I, I thought that I was in a marriage that I was going to be in until the day I died. I, I thought that I was in the home that I was going to be in until we retired. I thought I was going to be a hairdresser until I retired. And it's, it's those expectations, right? Those expectations yeah. We have. And, and to have everything be upended in a way and for me to be carrying out a new a new life a whole new life there's been a lot of fear and i just think about our listeners right now you know that person who's going through a job change or a career change that person that's going through um some sort of life altering circumstances in their personal life whether it be the loss of a loved one whether it be a divorce whether it be um a relocation whatever it is i feel like so often we hide our fear from the external world because we're ashamed that we're afraid right like we feel like it's a weakness to be afraid but i think fear is natural i think it's what we do with the fear that is where we can experience empowerment and where we can experience a greater understanding of not only who we are but how we operate in the world and the strength that we have as an individual to overcome that fear. Yeah. I, I think fear is an opportunity. When you feel that fear, it's an opportunity of growth. It's not the fear itself. It's what you're going to do with it. Because mm-hmm. like we said, you've got to acknowledge it. But mm-hmm. Stace, let me ask you a direct question. The, the fear of public speaking and to be seen. If I was to ask you, where, where does that come from? Because acknowledging it is important. But then actually getting to the root cause is really the next question. So if I was to ask you, where, what's the root cause of your fear of being seen and being heard? What's the first thing that comes up for you? My father. You know, I need to answer that question, by the way, but I was curious what, what, what was going to come up for you. And that's it's a really powerful thing for, for our listeners to do. If you have a fear, ask yourself, hold on, what's the root cause? And see what comes up. So what comes up for you, Stace? So um I grew up in a in a home where like it was very patriarchal. It was it was very like the the male was the the head of the household you respected and listened to, and that's how you did things. And my dad just had a structure of what he did, but let me just add my dad was driven by fear. 
my dad, when he was dropped off at culinary school at the age of 18, his family was living out of their station wagon and his brother was a newborn and they were homeless. They were, they were living out of their car. And my father always, always had fear, but the way that he like dealt with the fear was to always be chasing the next goal or aspiration. And it was like, there was no amount of money that was enough. There was no amount of material things that was enough. It was just always going for bigger and better and bigger and better. And I think that I learned to be driven by that fear from him, right? But then I also think it goes deeper than that because my father was of the belief that in order for you to make an impact in the world, you needed a college degree. In order for you to make an impact in the world, you needed a college degree. How's programming again, right? Right. And so I think there's part of me that's like, fearful that I am not enough because according to his standard, I didn't accomplish the one thing that should be the thing that would give me the platform to be able to use my voice. Does that make sense? It does. And then if you think about the rational side of that fear, it's it's a, it's a fear that's been instilled in you from a very young age that you mm-hmm. need a college degree. Mm-hmm. And you know, most people will look at you and think, oh, you know, Stacey's really successful. You know, you've you've created multiple businesses, very, you know, six-figure businesses that have been very successful. You've published a book. You know, you, you know, we've, we've done many Akashi record readings, mentored many people. You've impacted many, 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 many lives. Mm-hmm. So outwardly, you're very successful. Mm-hmm. But inside you, there's still something which says, I'm not good enough because I haven't met my father's expectation of having a college degree. Mm-hmm. How do you overcome that? Um, so I think the first thing is I allow myself to feel the fear, right? Like I, you, I, it, it's happening whether I want it to or not. Right. So I think the first thing is I have to acknowledge the fear But then I also think that I have to go even deeper in my self-love journey and really embracing and acknowledging the power of who I am and also be reflective in recognizing all that I've already overcome, right? That I've surpassed where I thought I would be, that not many people who who go through the life changes that I have have that all happen in one calendar year, right? I went through such significant life upheaval in a short span of time and somehow managed to run a business and move myself forward in a positive direction, right? Not a lot of people do that all in a year. I mean, some people don't experience what I experienced in a year in a lifetime. And so it's gotta be the acknowledgement of Stacey, look at all that you've already done, right? Yeah, celebrate the success. Celebrate the success and also acknowledge my power, right? Acknowledge the fact that I have already 
successfully overcome everything that I've faced thus far. It might not have turned out the way that I thought it was going to, but I have already successfully navigated every challenge that has come my way because I'm still here. I'm still moving forward. I'm still going. But it's, it's that fierce determination. It's that why. It's, it's, it's knowing that you have a purpose, so you're going to do it anyway. So the fear can overcome you still, right? I mean, I've seen the fear overcome you, but then you walk through it and it just, you get through the other side and you're going to do it anyway because you have this fierce inner determination and you know you're here to serve and, you know, which which is the, whichever area has the more power wins in the end. If your determination to serve is stronger than your fear, then that will drive you to um to truly focus on it. I mean, it reminds me of a story actually I think I've shared on here before, but it's that um your mind sometimes plays tricks on you. It's it's it's, it's again an example I've shared on here before. I I grown up, um I've mentioned it before, I was I was a refugee, um only three years old when I came to the UK, didn't know the language. So you know going to school um I was still coming to terms with all the changes and, you know, I was going to, you know, when I was going swimming lessons and I remember um, just getting some sort of lots of abuse, not be, not just because, well, one, because of my size, two, because I couldn't swim and three, because I was still learning language, right? So, and the weird thing is I love water. So, you know, I feel like I've had past lives in, you know, Atlantis, Lemuria, and I've experienced things like that spiritually. So I know I have a connection to water. It's very healing for me, but I still have a fear. So I remember I was um, I was at a spiritual event called Soul Spa with my mentor, Sidra Jeffrey. And, um, and there's always one day when these events that are, are out, experiential, as we used to call it, you know, you really experience something in, in outside. So we were at this... Um, we were at this theme park where, you know, I think it was, it was in Mexico. We were at this theme park and experiencing different things. And um, at one point, um, sort of says, suggested let's go swimming with dolphins. And um, I immediately, I can't swim, so I can't go swimming with dolphins. So I discounted it. I was like, you know what, I'm going to watch you guys. So they went swimming with dolphins and it was, you know, and then the next day, Sidra being Sidra, um, she was going around everybody and um, having a conversation with, with kind of everyone attending the event and coming to me, me and Sidra always had a different sort of connection. Um, and she just came to me, she's like, do you know what you missed yesterday? I was just looking at her blankly confused. What are you talking about? She's like, um, and she said, um, we went swimming with dolphins. I'm like, yeah. And she's like, why didn't you go? Because I can't swim. And then she looked at me and she's like, well, did we actually swim? And what I had missed was they were in a pool standing up. They weren't actually swimming. Dolphins were swimming around them. But they were standing up. So they weren't even swimming. So I did, I chose not to experience swimming with dolphins because in my mind I needed to be able to swim. I didn't even realize, I didn't even acknowledge they weren't actually swimming. Then again, Sidra being Sidra, she's like, you know what, let's let's do something today in water. You know, one, one schedule wasn't planned. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And I'm like, 
sure, I can stand in a swimming pool with dolphins swimming around me. No problem. I've got that. Now I understand it. But there was no swimming with dolphins that day. So one of the guys was like, you know what? I'll figure something out. So he came up with the plan of going on jet skis in the open water, not in a pool. And I was like, you know, kind of one of my greatest fears was being lost out at sea. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I've committed to doing it. So let's do it. So, um, so again, we were, we were all there. We had, um, they only had enough jet skis for, um, for like a group of us. So we need to do two rounds. So the first lot went, I was watching, um, and, you know, one, one of the, the, there's two people on each jet ski, you know, one kind of expert swimming and one kind of, on one of the jet skis was, was, was Carol and, and, and Ivana. And I, and I knew I was going to go with Carol and they, they capsized. That should have been a clue, but I was like, you know what? It'd be fine. So then they came back and it was my turn. And, um, it was me and Carol. And I don't know, at the time I didn't really know Carol that well, but I knew he was a good swimmer. And so, and I trusted him. So, but when we got on the jet skis, there was no step to get on this jet ski. So I struggled and eventually I got on. And it's fine. Carol said, you know what? We'll be, we'll, we'll be, I'll take it easy. I won't go too fast. We'll be, you'll be fine. All right, cool. So we went along. Everything was fine. Carol's being Carol. He's being really calm about everything. And then all of a sudden we came across another jet ski and they'd broken down. And um, so, so we slowed down. And again, Carol being Carol is like, well, have you tried putting the key in? So I was like, and they're like, oh, because what happens is there's like an emergency key and the emergency key had come out. So these guys put the emergency key back in and the jet ski is fine and they go off. But because we'd stopped and then Carol accelerated too fast, our jet skis capsized. And because there was no step to get back on the jet ski, I couldn't get back on. So there was us in the middle of the in the middle of the ocean, and I couldn't get on the jet ski. So my biggest fear was all of a sudden come true. So there's me holding onto the jet ski, and um, um, and then waiting for like one of the emergency jet skis to come. The weird thing is an emergency jet ski came, and again that one didn't have a step. So I needed to wait for the second one. And the weird thing is, Carl said to me afterwards, he's like. It was really weird, but you were so calm. And I was so calm because there's nothing I could do. So my greatest fear that I thought I was, you know, going to drown and all that actually wasn't really that big a fear. And so, you know, we came back and I was talking to one of the other attendees. She's like, that was really amazing. I'm like, I thought she saw us in, in the sea. No, but what she saw was me and Carol trying to get on the jet ski. And she just said to me, she's like, it's really amazing. Somebody you hardly know, you were trusting with your life, and the two of you were so in tandem trying to get on that jet ski and working together. It's because it's beautiful to see. And I was like, well, hold on. Didn't you see everything? Didn't you hear about everything else? And she hadn't even heard of me being stuck in the ocean. And it was at that moment I was like, you know what? I'm going to – I love the water. So I came back. I booked some swimming lessons. I can swim a little bit now. I still love to be able to swim more. But I used that moment to – to overcome that fear and to book some swimming lessons. and But I know the core of that fear is the abuse that I got from when I was a child. 
But isn't it interesting how the mind can play trick on you? So really having that conversation about where does that fear come from and acknowledging the fear is such a big part of everything we go through. And Stacey, I know that was a long story. Went off at a little tangent. It's a good one. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's just that. I, I still think about it now. It's like, well, hold on. They weren't actually swimming. Mm-hmm. So, but the question is, how, how much, to our listeners, how much have you missed out on life? because of fear mm-hmm. what have you chosen not to experience because of fear and I guess what can you do today to face one of your view of fears a great question I know we always finish with general problems so we need to remember that one at the end but um, you know because it's empowering mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, how did you feel when you got on that flight, the first international flight on your own, and you kind of got to the other end? Oh, I felt so proud of myself, right? Because I hadn't let the fear stop me. Um, <clears throat> I think what I really want to conquer is not always feeling like I'm driven by fear, you know? I mean, I am very motivated. I am um, very hardworking, um, but there's always been like an underlying fear of not being able to do what I wanna do or not being able to propel myself forward or whatever. I find fear for me as a motivator oftentimes that, I mean, it's obviously serving me in some way, right? But it's something that I would like the driving force in my life to be joy and happiness versus fear and anxiety. Don't you think it's a bit of both? Well, I've, I've, seen, you, I've seen you experience a lot of fear since I've known you. I've also seen you experience a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. So... I have, but I would say I still feel like that I still feel like a big driver for me is fear, you know, um, changing careers is not a small decision and I'm so passionate about the work that we do and there's a great desire to, to make an impact, but there's also the fear of like how, how is this next season of my life going to, to look or how is it going to work? Um, and so I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's like, I, I see my kids now, like three of my kids are grown and they're all off doing their own thing. And I just feel a tremendous amount of pride in what they're doing. And there's the fear of like, I, I, I don't, I want my kids to see their mother successful and accomplishing things as well. So um I think acknowledging it is first and then I think accepting and understanding where it comes from is second. Like is it coming from your programming? Is it coming from, you know, the the messages that you received as a child or as a young adult and really understanding where that fear comes from and then I think it's okay to still feel the fear but you can't let it stop you 
because I think that's where then the fear becomes even bigger and we're breathing life into it. And I mean, I, I know people who have been completely debilitated by fear, right? Where it has stopped them in their tracks and they're not able to move forward. And I just refuse for that to be me. I refuse. I refuse to accept. It's like, I, I, I will accept that I have fear, but I'm not going to accept it taking over. So I see here's, here's the interesting thing. Um, you want to experience joy, but isn't it the, isn't overcoming fear a part of growth? Mm-hmm. Is, isn't really overcoming fear and having these fears means that you're stretching yourself. Mm-hmm. It isn't what happens to you, it's how you, re, how you respond to what happens to you. So what if, what if, do you really want to stop feeling the fear and really focus on joy? Because for me, having these fears means that I'm continuing to grow. Having these fears and overcoming them and not letting them consume me is part of my growth. Mm-hmm. Because as we face these fears, it, it is, you know, as you overcome these fears, sorry, should I say, as you face and overcome these fears, you do grow. And you grow more in many ways in in facing the fears than you do in, and yes, enjoy on the other side. So what if overcoming fear is just part of who we are? It's mm-hmm. part of the human DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it is... the thing that's really important is having that underlying why that determination because it's like the fears can control you if you don't have a strong enough why and really kind of you know see see, see your why is you know you're here to do something on the planet you know you're here to serve you know you're here to heal and that is that is more that is adding much more determination to you and to make sure that the you don't, the fear doesn't consume you. And there's still a process, right? We've seen it, both of us. There is still a process we go through to overcome that fear. It's not like, you know, you still have to acknowledge the, the fear. You still have to go through the process of really kind of understanding the root cause. And you still have to go through the process. Mm-hmm. But it really is about, it really is about um, what you do with it. And it's just, just an example of what we've done. And I know Stace has this great habit of, taking pictures of us while we're working and then posting it. I don't know what's there, but this time I noticed and it's like, you know, I, I don't, I don't mind it. It's quite funny, but it's that, um, you know, some of us do have a fear of being seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that, I know before I started doing this podcast and before I started going live regular on Instagram, there was a fear, right? Fear of being seen. How many people can relate? To that fear of fear of being seen, fear of oh, are you good enough? Mm-hmm. And for, for a lot of us, I think that is the underlying fear. You talked about having a college degree, and it stems from you know being good enough equals having a college degree, and acknowledging where that fear comes from, whether you where whether your your human mind thinks it's rational or not. Because it's like how, you know, you could quite easily say, that's not really rational. I mean, look how, look at what I've done. I'm successful. You have to acknowledge that fear. 
-hmm. You have to acknowledge that feeling that, hold on, I have some programming in me which says success equals college degree. Mm -hmm. And then you get to choose. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go get a college degree. Or, you know what? Realistically, that's not the best use of my time. Look at what I've done. Mm -hmm. College degree may, may equal a bit of paper, but actually life experience and actually doing it and actually do something, you know, kind of publishing a book, you know, creating multiple six-figure businesses. Okay. Maybe I don't need a college degree. Mm -hmm. So I'm just using that you as an example because it is, um, it's powerful when you acknowledge the fear. You do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I guess that's my way of saying I'm proud of you because you've been through a lot in You've been more, you've been through more in since I've known you. Actually, it's just over two years now, right? Since I've known you over the two years. Um, then, you know, as you say, most people go in a lifetime. You've done it anyway. So um, you're a great ex example and inspiration to, to many, right? But it's that, but as, as we, as we kind of go through this episode, I guess it'd be good just to kind of go through the steps. And for me, the first step is, is really acknowledging the fear. Acknowledging you have one. I mean, it's, like I said, for me, it was quite easy to, I can't swim. So that was it. It was, it was that, that, that fear was, was controlling me. Um, and then ask yourself, what is the root cause? Where does it come from? This fear that is controlling me. Where, 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 where's the first time I felt it? Um, maybe then maybe educate yourself in terms of, um, you know, kind of What steps do I need to take? It's like with the flying bit. Educate yourself. What 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 are the steps I need and 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 I need to I need to get to, to really kind of break it down into smaller steps. Because sometimes we make it so big, and then when you break it down to the smaller steps, I mean the other sort of things you can do is you can visualize. You can visualize. It's like the process I did with you at the airport. Like part of it was all right. Say, so imagine you imagine you've got through the airport. And you've got to the other side, and that visualization is 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 really um is really powerful. And sure, you already mentioned it. Talk to friends. Is there somebody that 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 can guide you through it? That can kind of no judgment, right? Mm -hmm. Really hold your space, um, you know. And then, as I said, embrace the fear. Embrace the fear. Understand it's part of your growth. Because how often do we judge ourselves? Mm -hmm. And face the fear and do it anyway. So, Stace, let me ask you. So, you you were at the airport. Um, we had that conversation. You know, you 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 knew you had to face the fear of flying on your own because you had to get home, right? So, um, and remind me, what did you do when you got out the the airport and sat in your friend's car? <laughs> I was basically planning my next trip. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's here's the scenario. Let me, let me take you through the scenario. So Stacey just spent a couple of weeks in, in the UK for the first time. She had like this massive fear of going home, which, you know, she overcame and she gets out of the airport. She hardly says hello to a friend Then she's ringing me up saying, um, names I know we've just met and, uh, you know, but I think I need to come back in like a couple of months time. And I think I'm going to stay there for months. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Doesn't that summarize you in a nutshell? <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> I mean, talk about overcoming the fear. I was already planning my next trip by the time I landed. 
if this if this is somebody who's only left the country twice and is now thinking of planning a next trip where she's away for a month. So, um, but there's something in you. Mm-hmm. You overcoming this is what happens when you overcome that fear. It ignites a passion in you to do more of it because you realize how much you gain by overcoming the fear. Mm-hmm. And it's if you if you the thing that is if you stop and overthink the whole thing, it starts to control you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you can go through the steps that we talked about, you know, awareness is always the first key. Awareness, acknowledge the fear, and then break it down and really understand what the cause is. Because that awareness is like anything in life, becoming aware of what's happening. Without becoming aware, there's nothing you can do. So it's always awareness and accept who you are and then decide what you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. Stace, what's coming next? What, what's, what, what, what fears are you having you? I mean, you mentioned it earlier in terms of <clears throat> what are you going to do to overcome them? Um, so I am in a stage right now, if I'm being super open, that I, I'm i feeling the fear, right? I'm getting ready to go home in a week. Um, I have some things that I feel like I've processed here that I want to carry with me into going home. Um, <clears throat> I want to spend some time with my kids you know, and cultivate even closer relationships with them than I already have. I, I want to help a lot of people. And in order to help a lot of people, I have to get comfortable with being seen and heard. And so ways that I'm overcoming the fear is setting small daily actions that are consistent so that when I lay my head on the pillow at night, I know that I've given the day my best shot, right? That I want to put everything I have into service. And I, I feel the fear, right? Of like, am I enough? Am I, you know, am I able to do this? Am I, you know, like all those things, but the daily habits, um, help keep me grounded, right? Like I, I journal and I get out in nature and I really try to take that meditative time to talk myself through the fear so that it doesn't overwhelm me. Right. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to feel it, but I don't want it to rule me. And so the daily steps that I take towards my goals um, kind of break things down a little bit so it doesn't feel as big and as daunting. Nice. And um, I, like I was saying earlier, I really do feel it's a season of change. Mm-hmm. I really do feel it's a season of, um, well, we really have to manage our expectations and and not be so rigid in mindset. I feel that the universe is pushing us to to really not have many expectations. What if the whatever God the universe has planned for us is so much bigger than what we have planned for us? And um, 
And so it really is that season of overcoming fear mm -hmm. and doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. So Stace, as we close out this this uh, this episode, let's leave the 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 listeners with with some general prompts, and I'll go back to one of the questions we asked earlier and start there is. What fear are you facing in your world today that you could do something about? What action can you take today to overcome a fear? And my question would be, <clears throat> what would you do today if fear was not an option? So if fear was not standing in your way of that thing, what is that goal what is that accomplishment? What is that experience that you would have if you didn't have fear standing in your way? Yeah, and I guess the last question is to look back. What fear did you have growing up that you've overcome that actually you probably don't even think about today? So um, Stace, always, always love spending this time with you. And, you know, um, as we said at the beginning, we love the work that we do. We love to guide. We love to help. We love to help people truly shine their light. It lifts our soul. Um, so if you have a fear that you want some guidance with, you want some help with, reach out. We offer, we evolve, we offer a great coaching service where we can pick, can pick one particular area and help you through it. And we have an amazing mentorship program, which is Changing Lives. It was actually channeled through the Akashi Records. It really is a soul at a purpose level. We love it because what it does, it helps you to understand your programming. It helps you to understand who you are. It helps you to understand you know, what your purpose is. And it gives you a strong enough drive and a strong enough why so that these fears don't control you. It really is changing lives. And you can book a free discovery call and we'll take you through it. I would always, always recommend finding a mentor because what a mentor does is accelerates your journey. Everything you need is inside you, all the love, all the joy. But work with a mentor gives you that gives you that view that allows you to truly accelerate whatever's happening inside you. We're all here to shine our beautiful light and we love guiding people to do it. So if what we share resonates with you, book a discovery call. We can take you through the mentorship program. Or book a coaching call, you know, book, book a coaching session with us and we can go deep on an area in your life to truly help and guide you. Stace, I love the work that we do. I love sharing this space with you. Uh, I love coming on here and sharing whatever knowledge we have on a weekly basis. So thank you for sharing the space with me and I'm going to hand over to you to close us up. Thanks everybody for being here and joining us on another episode. This was a powerful one and we love hearing feedback. So take the time to rate and review this podcast or send us an email and let us know how you found this episode. Thanks for being here. And just finally, follow us on social media. We share more information. We, we always do share reels with whatever knowledge comes through. And maybe there's more insight you can get from there. So thank you all for being here, sending you all lots of love and light, and we'll see you all very soon. Bye for now.